What's going on, family? This is your boy Miles Austin here, and this is Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin, where NBA news gets physical like the paint. Whether you want to body them like Shaq or finesse them like Hakeem the Dream, you're going to get the hard truth. Let's dive in. It has been an eventful week here in the NBA. We've had uh, just some, uh, some amazing games, some game winners. Uh, just, just think shots at the buzzer. I mean, it's just been totally exciting to watch the NBA, and I, I, I am more than grateful that the NBA is back. I get to watch my Lakers. I get to watch um, the Warriors go crazy in what they're doing and just run away with the league as we all expect them to do. Uh, I get to see Boston be good and their woes, what they're having, what's going on right now. The Toronto Raptors are showing up with when recently acquired um, Kawhi Leonard in their year, not not really knowing what was going to happen, but they are doing some wonderful things right now in the East. And honestly, if I had to, if I had to be completely honest, we're going to be real here. This is hard to paint, so you get nothing but the truth. I I think the run the team to run away with right now is the Raptors. Boston was the team to talk about, but they're having their troubles figuring out their roles and what they're doing. Um, and I, I think Boston will figure it out. Let's be let's be honest; they'll, they'll figure it out. They have a great coach in Brad Stevens, a good um, leader in Kyrie Irving, great pieces in Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Uh, Gordon Hayward has not played up to that contract he got signed with uh, two years ago or a year and a half ago uh, before the injury. But hopefully that'll change, man. He was he he is an All Star. Um, so I'm expecting what he's doing, what he's bringing to the court to change. Uh, speaking of the Boston Celtics, man, uh, um, we it just it just came out. I want to say that it was yesterday or early this morning that Kyrie Irving was was fined twenty five thousand dollars for chucking the ball into the crowd. Um, if you are not aware of what the situation is, uh, it was again it was a game between the Denver Nuggets and the Boston Celtics. Uh, Denver Nuggets end up winning the game one fifteen to one oh seven, um, and Jamal Murray ends up dropping forty eight points on the Boston Celtics man a team that is that is really supposed to be meant for defense um and said to be a, a good defensive team I think they were top 10 last year top five last year um but he dropped 48 points in this and this is what happened so you get down to the garbage time this is the time for the best for people that just like to hear about basketball don't know a lot about what the rules are garbage time is probably like the last maybe 30 to 40 seconds where it has already been decided that a team has won. There's no chance of the other team coming back. And now you're just playing. This is when people, you know, you'll always see this in a, in a story where a person goes, hey, well, he he dropped 32 points, which six of the points were, were scored in garbage time. That means that the, the team was out there, but they weren't really playing defense. They realized they were about to lose. And this is exactly what happened. Jamal Murray dribbles the ball down, um, and, and he has a little bit, a little bit of time left. It's probably... Six seconds left on the clock. He dribbles. He dribbles. He dribbles like he's dribble. He's like he's getting ready to dribble the ball out. And at the last second, he shoots up a three to see if he could crack fifty points. Now, for anybody who is a basketball fan and never played basketball themselves, this was totally disrespectful. I, and and I, I've heard both sides of it. You know, if if you were really mad about. Him chucking up a three in garbage time. What happened with the other 48 points that he scored on you? Were you not mad? Were you not getting frustrated that he was killing your defense? And on the other hand, there's just the respecting that you have. It, the NBA is a brotherhood. Now, I've never gotten the pleasure of being an NBA player. However, I know what that brotherhood looks like. I played in middle school, high school, and college. And it just, it seemed to me 
that this was a disrespectful move. Garbage time. The game is over. Don't try to chuck up and a, a three to to hit fifty when nobody's playing any defense on you. You can't even take that and respect it. Like you shot up. Oh, I scored fifty one. Like your last your last three to crack fifty was an open shot that you probably should have made. Now, um, Jamal Murray did say in the interview, "Hey, I probably shouldn't have did it." But I did it. And this is, this is the same thing. He did the same thing last year against the Lakers. Dribbling, he dribbled the ball um, around around Lonzo. And, and it, it was disrespectful. He's done some disrespectful things while his tenure in the NBA. Um, but Kyrie grabbed the ball. He chucked it into the crowd. And he was charged $25,000 for that. Um, respectable move. I mean, Kyrie's a millionaire. 25000 is a, a drop in the bucket. Um but you know you, you got to control that. that. That's just something you got to control. It was disrespectful. Jamal shouldn't have did it. Um, but Kyrie throwing the ball into the crowd. I wish that fire was there throughout the game so that he wouldn't have dropped forty eight and the Boston wouldn't have lost by eight points. Now moving on. Now I wanted to mention this just because it was so um, amazing for me to watch this. Now I do cover the NBA, but I do watch college basketball as well. What Duke ended up doing to Kentucky? last night this this is this is crazy to me because let me just tell you the score they ended the game 118 to 84 that's a 34 point difference on the number one and number two schools this is duke on one end and kentucky on the other great coaches it it didn't make any sense to me zion williams and rj barrett just went completely off rj ends up dropping 33 zion dropped 28 and i believe uh cam dropped 22 which is kind of their big three quote unquote um just to put it in perspective, Zion Williamson dropped 28 points in 23 minutes on 13 shots. This is it doesn't make any sense what he did last night, but this is gonna be something that that's gonna be good to watch. And I'm I'll mention this throughout um the podcast to come and, and what we're doing and here on Hard in the Paint. We'll I'll mention that just to see what the, the kind of following that because he is gonna be um the a, a number one or number two draft pick next year. So we are watching the up and comers. Um, so I will talk briefly about that maybe over the next couple of weeks, depending on what they do and how the season goes. Um, but I just want to throw that out there. It, it just, it was absolutely amazing. And it kind of caught me off guard to see what Duke did. Um, so to, to move on to the next topic we got here on Heart in the Paint, Lakers signed Tyson Chandler. Um, this was something that some people viewed as, um, no reason to do it. Other people viewed it as me as a Lakers fan. Um, I appreciated it because we need, we need the defense. We don't have any issues. We're top five offense right now. I think we're averaging a, a, around 119, 120 points a game. And we just can't seem to stop teams. So I, I do like the pickup of Tyson Chandler. Um, I do believe that them picking them up is putting more pressure on the Brandon Ingrams, on the Lonzo Balls, the Josh Hart's, uh, the Kyle Kuzma's of the world. Because... On this team, we're expecting someone else to to carry the load in scoring. Well, we know what LeBron's going to do. He's going to give you 27, 8, and 8, 28, 8, and 8. Every, every, that's just going to be his averages. But he's going to need a 20-point 20 um, point wingman who's going to be able to put up shots. It's a go-to. We know what they can do. I like the pickup of Tyson Chandler because the focus is on defense. It's not on offense. We don't need help there. Um, in terms of what we're putting up, we need help on the defensive end. JaVale McGee is probably the leading candidate for DPOY right now. And I mean, what he's doing is averaging over three blocks a game, 15 points, and I think like eight rebounds. But he is a crucial part of what we are trying to do in L.A. But at the same time, 
um, he needs a rest, and he can't be the only person playing defense back there. We love that he's back there, and he's and he's playing probably the best defense I've seen him play over the last couple of years, even even being in um, in Golden State. Um, but the signing for Tyson Chandler, I think, is going to benefit the Lakers and what they're trying to do, what we're trying to do on the defensive end, and slowing teams down and being able to put up the numbers that we want to put up. Um, he will be available tonight versus the Timberwolves. Um, he was activated, so we'll see what happens, what he does, what the first kind of first couple games kind of feel like, and and, and we'll, we'll we'll kind of go from there and to see you know what it looks like and how it is. He is a career nine point nine rebound, uh, block and a half a uh, game person, shooting fifty nine percent from the field. So he's a great pickup, no matter how old he is. He'll give us a year, two years, and probably be done. But we need to pick up on the defensive end. I definitely think that's going to be a great pickup. Um, in other news, great news, actually, the all-star draft will be televised. We had a lot of people, a lot of outrage last year about it, about it being private. Um, I believe that Adam Silver just kind of had a change of heart and thinking that this would be good publicity for the NBA, um, and what they're doing in the new format, changing the all-star team. If you're just hearing about this and didn't know about it last year, um, two, two team captains are picked for the all-star team and then, and then they pick their team, uh, based on the starters and the reserves as well. So this is going to be pretty awesome to be able to see the all-star draft in real time to be televised by the NBA is awesome to hear. Um, I think it's going to be some great things moving forward. I think NBA is just the NBA itself is just growing globally across many markets, many different demographics. Um, and, and Adam Silva is kind of leading that way. He's one of the progressive commissioners and, um, you know, I, I'm thankful for him and you know, no disrespect to, to David Stern and, and what he did and what he was able to accomplish. But Adam Silver is kind of taking it to a whole other level with the, um, the, the way the way his thought process is progression of the NBA and expanding that brand, which is the NBA. So I am thoroughly excited about what we're going to look for in the next coming weeks um, on what the West looks like. We know what Golden State is going to do, what the East looks like in Toronto, Boston, Philly, um, Milwaukee, the woes of the... Of the Washington Wizards, man, John Wall and Bradley Bill have not been able to put it together. I'll be honest and be the first to say, maybe not the first to say it, but they need to blow that thing up, man. Um, Brandon Bradley Bill looks definitely look, look really good in the Lakers jersey. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Shout out to Tracy McGrady making that statement there yesterday about it. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I hope they figure it out. You know, I live up in, in D.C., so, you know, I kind of support them. I kind of watch it, but I'm a diehard Laker fan, so can't go against the purple and gold. You guys have a great night. Thanks for listening. Again, this is Miles Austin, and this is Hard in the Paint with Miles Austin, where NBA news gets physical like the paint. Whether you want to body him like Shaq or finesse him like Hakeem the Dream, you're going to get the hard truth. You guys be easy. Be safe. Follow us on all platforms. Check us out, MTMV Sports. Be safe. Peace.